0: Hey y'all, this is Janice Cohen here on the Intuitive Therapist Podcast. As you can tell, my voice is a little froggy. I have a little bit of a cold, but the world doesn't stop just because you have a little bit of a cold. So here I am, hoping to drop some wisdom nuggets to you this week. I wouldn't call myself a manifestation expert but I do consider myself an expert of the mind, not because of any fancy degrees or certifications, or because I've learned from the gurus, but I consider myself to be an expert of the mind because I've learned how to shift the way I see things so that I see things differently in a way that allows me to access a different type of reality for myself. And I get to teach, that to all the amazing women that I work with. And I remember being in my 30s, many years ago it feels like, and having a, a desperate need for many things, but specifically around that time, a desperate need to get married and have children. And this desire is typical for a lot of people, not, not everyone, of course, because, uh, you know, uh, social conditioning, a lot of that is, is quite antiquated, but, um, but many, many people hold the value of marriage and children. And if you don't, there is no judgment here. Uh, love is love is love. And however you allow your relationships to, to grow and develop, um, that in whatever way it fits for you, that that's, that's super. But, um, you know, there's a moment where we decide for ourselves what we value and what values don't truly fit for us anymore. And I distinctly remember feeling as though I was sitting on the sidelines of life for the entire decade of my 30s. And I, I also distinctly remember seeing many of my college friends find their mates and have kids. And so to uh, many of my friends that I spent time with uh, regularly, And I also clearly remember feeling like I was ostracized, but again, uh, and I was ostracized when I was a young girl uh, in seventh grade, and many of y'all have heard that, um, that story of me being really bullied when I was a kid. But I felt ostracized for wanting to be a part of everything that everybody else was so easily experiencing, but that I wasn't. And it was a really difficult time, it was really difficult to literally watch so many people have what I so desperately wanted, and I just couldn't wrap my head around, why not? Why Why couldn't I? And trust me, I tried to make relationships work that, that didn't and wouldn't, and I gave myself carte blanche to date and try to find somebody with whom I could settle down and make a family with. And... Uh, regardless of culture, religion, any kind of background. I was just simply looking for a mate to spend the rest of my life with. And it didn't happen for me until 27 years later. And I've seen my friends, my colleagues, children grow up, go to college. I've seen them married for three decades and I've seen many of them divorced and have to get back in the dating pool and marry again, and divorce. And I I don't take any joy out of that. I wouldn't wish any of that on anyone. Uh, But intellectually, I knew that not everybody that gets married has found their best partner. In fact, the majority of people, they really don't know themselves well enough to choose well. Still, I felt like I was stricken with leprosy, and I I felt like an utter failure, in, in all honesty, until I didn't. And uh, a few weeks ago, I was speaking with a female client who had a great desire to change her life. And she wanted a loving relationship that, that leads to marriage and children. And she wants a more fulfilling job. And she wants financial freedom so that she can move into her own place. And she wants to have better relationships with her family. And in fact, this is the story of many of my clients. But for many of us, the older you get hopefully, the wiser you become. You can look back on your life with a greater understanding of why things didn't work out. That's, that's the wisdom piece. And you could develop a deeper understanding and appreciation for yourself. Again, wisdom, if you decide to do the work to get you there. And I think about, um, all the time I'd spent desperately wishing for things, anything, a better job, uh, the ideal romantic relationship, children, financial abundance, a house that I could call my own, a dream car, you know, time and the means to travel the world. And when I think about all of that now, you know, more so when I think about how I felt about all of that back then, there was one common denominator that showed up for me. And, and that common denominator was that I was living in the energy of lack, and desperation. And no one ever spoke to me about energy. I I never knew about it until I came upon it myself in my mid twenties. Nobody taught me what it was, how to manage it, how to use it to my advantage and what type of energy is the best energy to have. No one ever taught me how to take my power back when I felt lost, alone, downtrodden, sorry for myself. Not a single person in my life helped me understand the true nature of why things didn't work out when I so desperately wanted them to. When I was speaking with my client that I mentioned uh, before, and we were speaking about all these things, I simply said to her, listen, uh, I just want you to find things you enjoy and get out and enjoy life. That's it. Just go where you want to go, extend your kindness if you're guided to, and just enjoy your life. Be present and then see what happens. She looked at me quizzically. Really? That's the homework for the week, she said? Yeah, that's it. That's what I said. The reason why I gave her those tasks, uh, and I did that with, with several other women that week, was to get her out of her sense of lack and negativity And it wasn't because these were magical activities that were going to eliminate any negative thinking, but its purpose was to change your focus. And that is the key from lack to presence and abundance. And then she asked me, well, well, what do I do when I have these thoughts of lack or wanting or desperation? I don't know how to get rid of them. And to that, I said, don't, I don't want you to try to get rid of anything. I don't want you to force anything. I just want you to acknowledge them, notice them, observe them, and just keep moving forward, staying in the present moment, connected to self. And again, she looked at me like I was strange. (laughs) But I left it there with her. You see, when you finally give up the need for something, when you let go of all of the pressure you put on yourself to have to do, be, or have something or someone, something magical happens. You begin to feel lighter, freer, more present. Your ego is gonna do everything in its power though to keep you safe. And when someone has practiced worrying or stressing their entire lives, or for a long period of time, it could be a hard habit to break and shift into presence and the abundance within. Recently, I noticed that I was putting a hell of a lot of pressure on myself to figure out the answer to a question that I'd been thinking about professionally. I am very hard on myself. And that's one thing that I have intentionally worked on trying to get better at not being hard on myself. I got all stuck in my head and really felt like life was hard. I kept pushing for the answer from the universe, and it just wasn't coming to me. And then I got even more frustrated. And I felt like I was running out of time for this particular thing. And I was keenly aware of how I compared myself to my colleagues who were moving forward with their businesses in the way that I so desperately wanted to. And so I decided to stop being so fucking self-loathing and self-pressured. I decided But that wasn't going to happen anymore. And I distinctly remember when I chose to stop doing this. It was on a Monday, three weeks ago. And this feeling just came over me. Yep, it really was divine guidance. And I decided to relax, go with the flow, since my calendar had pockets of time open and available with no specific tasks for me to do. So I followed that feeling. I took some walks. I played with my animals, my furry babies. I took, uh, I looked and read a uh, second book and began to uh, edit the chapters of my second book that I'd written a while. And I played soothing music in the background just to get me in that space of being open to receiving what it was that I was supposed to write about. And I meditated, I breathed deeply, I listened to some podcast episodes from my favorite podcasters, and I just allowed myself the time to nurture me and receive. I let go of the pressure to do, be, or have the things that I was pushing for. And what do you know? I felt peace for the first time in a long time. And don't we all crave that? But what seemed to happen was that my ego was urging me to work and to do. I can feel it now, making me think guilty thoughts for taking time out for me and not slaying my workday, checking things off the list. I acknowledged my ego and then continued to enjoy each day with a sense of peace that I hadn't had in months. And that was all because I decided to just be present. Somewhere deep inside, I knew this uh, was what I needed to do. Nothing but just be with myself and be in flow. And that in and of itself was enough doing for an army of doers. It was enough for me. And so was I. I was enough for me. So I let go of what I so desperately was trying to know and do And I decided to, again, be present, remind myself to connect to breath, to connect with myself, focus only on the things that caused me and allowed me to feel good. And my beautiful fairy garden, like I looked at that and the plant in it that I nursed back to health, is beautiful and thriving. The beautiful sunshine outside of my window and the calming rain when it comes my loving relationship with my husband, the blessing of being able to speak with and hug my mother's neck and hear her voice, tell her I love her and hear that back, my beautiful office, the ability to walk, to see, to hear, to breathe easily. And suddenly, when I focused on these things, I found myself being aware of all of the blessings in my life as well as how I intentionally chose myself, and I chose my peace of mind over anything that was causing me to feel the opposite. I chose it. Do I still have things to do and take care of? Yeah. Did I get them done, and especially when I take time for myself? Yep. And the thing is, I do them even better. Do I still get what I want even though I'm not desperately trying to will it my way? Yep. Just not on my timeline. You get the same opportunity to shift your focus too, and it doesn't matter how much you have going on. Uh, you know it's time to take care of you and become present with yourself when you start feeling the opposite of what you want to feel. It's like, that's the sign. That's the cue. But I know this sounds all sorts of woo-woo. Take time for yourself, nurture, breathe. And with everything that you got going on, all the obligations and all the pressures of satisfying your work for your, your job, it can be really hard to do all that. I get it. You got bills to pay, kids to take care of, a job to satisfy, and any other obligations that we humans take on. Well, what I've come to know and cherish with every fiber and cell of my being is my sense of peace and calm. And I can choose to enter that space whenever I want, regardless of what's going on. And it can take a moment to do that. All I need to do is decide that that's how I'm going to move through my day. I intend, excuse me. I intend to do it. It's my intention, my choice. And then I take time, several times during the day, to breathe and to do things that feed my soul. And those things are unique to me. Things that you might do might be different, as long as you feel like your soul is being fed. In any moment, I can access the sense of peace and abundance that I have so desperately craved in the moments that I was pushing for that. With one decision to honor me and feed my soul. I can step back and read something that is enlightening or calming for 15, 30 minutes if I choose. I can listen to music I love and I can take moments to dance and move around and allow the endorphins to light up my body. I can pet my sweet animals and connect with their unconditional love for me I can cook a yummy meal. I can clean my office. I can do a million things that would be soul food for me. But what matters most is that I choose to let go of the self-imposed pressure, lack, and desperation to do, be, or have. To let go of having things be a certain way, either because I compare myself to others at the moment or because somewhere I've convinced myself that if I don't do be or have something that I think I should, then I've failed, and then I'm not good enough. So I ask you to let go of any of this that you're holding on to, any desperate need that you have for anything, as it will always push away the very thing that you want, and it will always f- help you focus on the wrong things that lead you away From what's meant for you. It's all we have, your focus, your choice, your decision to be present. And you can't wish for a better past. I've talked about that before. You can't rewrite it, but you can change the way you see it and yourself being a part of it, who you are because of the things that have happened. They don't define you. They don't determine your future unless you let them. So I urge you to choose peace in the moment, because that's really where, where it's all at. I ask you to choose presence. And I ask you to choose yourself over and over and over again. And in due time, when you do all of these things, when you when you fall into and breathe into the, the, the godliness, the abundance that is within, that beautiful sense of peace, no matter. What is showing up in your outer world? We all have this sense of peace and abundance and the purity of who we are. We all can access that because that's what I'm talking about. That's what this is really about. And when you're able to take moments and breathe and go within and feel the, the true divinity and just being present and the true divinity and who you are, you're going to see eventually everything on the outside change and shift, giving you all that you have so desperately wanted in the first place. I hope this is helpful. I hope that you take moments of time during your day, even if you're at your job and you take your lunch break and you go out in your car, And you just breathe and you feel yourself in a different place. And you notice the beauty of yourself, not your thoughts, because your thoughts don't determine who you are. You get to determine who you are based on what you decide to focus on. Focus is where it's at. That's where your energy goes. And wouldn't you want your energy to go where you want it to go? not where your ego or your mind dictates because things are scary or fearful or uncertain. You're fully in charge of who you are and who you determine yourself to be. And it all begins with where your focus goes, not the thoughts you think. I wish you a blessed day, a wonderful week, and always live intuitively.